Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or do you need advice on which gardeners are happy to water your man-eating Madagascan tree while you're on holiday? There is no such thing as a man-eating Madagascan tree, Tiernan. Oh, isn't there? Are you a mythbuster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters or Trusters. We will look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like, why are yawns contagious? I just don't know, but... Yeah, nice try, Athena, but... It's impossible to escape. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detective. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case the real spirit of the jungle or just a load of jungle bungle? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because we shouldn't be afraid of the unknown. Oh yeah? What if the unknown is a big monster that's going to eat you? Well then I'm happy, because I don't know about it. Yeah, oh, that does actually make sense. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch, and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster, or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases, so stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information, and start putting together your case. The case. Athena, how do you tell if there's a dinosaur in your basin? I don't know this joke. Is it because the door won't shut? Athena. Wait, wait, is it because the wash nut liquid runs out quicker? No, no, no. There must be a better punchline than that. I'll get there. Uh, Athena, it's not a joke. It's a serious question. What? A dinosaur in the basin? Are you trying to get out of doing the dishes again? Oh, it's your turn, Tiernan, and you know it. No, I promise I'll do them. Eventually. One day. The reason I'm asking you about dinosaurs in basins is today's case is all about the Mekele Mbembe, the giant creature that some people believe lives in the Congo River Basin. Oh, I see now. Sorry. In which case, my answer is you don't tell if there's a dinosaur in your basin because there isn't one as it isn't real. Case closed. Mm, I think I preferred your joke answer. But it's for the chief detectives to decide if Michele Mbembe is a real living dinosaur or just a prehistoric fib. Have you got some facts about it, please? I sure do. Michele Mbembe means the one who stops the rivers in Lingala, which is a language spoken by the people in the Democratic Republic of the Congo in Africa. The Democratic Republic of the Congo, or DRC, is known for having the second largest rainforest in the world, for being the home of the big-nosed bonobo monkey and, of course, the Congo River, which is the deepest river in the world. 
And that's where Mokele Mbembe is meant to live, in the Congo River Basin. A basin is the part of the river where all the streams that lead to it meet. Some people say the Mokale Mbembe is a spirit or protector of the area, but others say it physically exists and looks like the type of dinosaur known as a sauropod. Our chief detectives may know what they look like already, as some of the biggest and most well-known dinosaurs were sauropods, like the Brontosaurus or the Diplodocus. They were very, very big and had long necks and tiny heads at the end of them, and were herbivores, meaning they only ate plants. To date, over 50 expeditions have been carried out to find the Mokele Mbembe, but there is still no hard evidence that it has ever existed. Well, I've got three pieces of evidence to present to you, our chief detectives, so you can work it out for yourselves. Is Mokele Mbembe real, or... Is it a sauropod-sized fib? Which is more likely? Well, Athena, after our first piece of evidence, you might realise it's just your assumptions that are prehistoric. First piece of evidence... Piece of evidence number one is the first mentions of the Mokele Mbembe, which started in 1776 when French writer Abbé Proya wrote a book about his many travels in the Congo. In it, he talked about stories he'd heard from French missionaries. A French missionary is someone who travels to promote their religion. The missionaries had told Proya that they'd encountered tracks left by unknown animals of immense proportions deep in the rainforest near the river basin. The prints were three feet in length, which is about half a person, and had giant claw marks. This led them to believe it wasn't a creature that ran anywhere, but one that plodded along. Then in 1913, a German captain, Freer von Stein zu Lausnitz, was ordered to conduct a survey of the area and heard many stories of Mokele Mbembe, an enormous reptile that lived in the jungle. Von Stein wrote what he'd been told in his official report. And the statement says, The animal is said to be of a brownish-grey colour with a smooth skin. Its size is approximately that of an elephant, at least that of a hippopotamus. It is said to have a long and very flexible neck and only one tooth, but a very long one. Some say it is a horn. A few spoke about a long muscular tail like that of an alligator. Canoes coming near it are said to be doomed. The animal is said to attack the vessels at once. So to write it up in an official report must have meant Captain von Stein was convinced it was real. Hmm, OK, footprints three feet long does sound like something big must have caused them, but all you've told me so far is hearsay. That means information from other people who have no proof to them. Hearing stories doesn't mean the Mokele Mbembe exists, and in fact another German writer some years later put in their book that Captain von Stein didn't believe it was a real creature, just folklore. Based on the account you read, it could easily have been a story made up from several other stories that were known about animals we know, like elephants, hippopotamuses and alligators. In fact, several experts say many of the stories about Mokele Mbembe may be based on the black rhinoceros, a large double-horned rhino that used to be common in the area but is now, sadly, a critically endangered species. But rhinos don't have feet as big as half a person and they don't have a flexible neck. Not unless there's some sort of rhino yoga I've not heard about. Mm, That is true. But again, the description Captain von Stein gave was from several stories, meaning it may just be a mix-up of what people had seen. OK, but if it was all just stories mashed together, why have so many explorers spent time and money going to find the Mokele Mbembe? Which brings us to piece of evidence number two. Second piece of evidence. 
1980 and in 1981, a team led by Roy Mackel, a biologist, which means scientist who studies living things, visited the Congo Basin region. They didn't find any physical evidence, but they did speak to a lot of local people who all said they'd seen Mackele and Bembe. They said the creature lived in rivers, streams and swampy lakes and that they were rare and dangerous. In his book, Mackel wrote, The witnesses described animals that were 15 to 30 feet long, mostly head, neck and tail. The head was distinctly snake-like, a long, thin tail and a body approximating the size of an elephant or at least that of a hippopotamus. The legs are short, with the hind legs possessing three claws. The animals are reddish-brown in colour and have a rooster-like frill running from the top of the head down the back of the neck. Apparently, Mackle and his team tried to reach Lake Tele, a remote area in the middle of the swamps, where a local tribe, the Bagombe Pygmies, had killed a Mackele and Bembe. But due to fallen trees blocking the waterways, they were unable to make it. That sounds exciting. But Mackle was an expert in viruses, which doesn't make him an expert in large, mysterious creatures. Not only that, but Mackle apparently ignored any witnesses he spoke to who said Mackele in Bembe didn't exist and was reported to have even paid some of the witnesses to say they had seen the creature, even when they hadn't. Their lack of physical evidence is strange too. Zoologists who study animals in their natural habitats have said that if there had been a creature in the Congo that was as large as witnesses have said, then there would have been a lot of them. And there would definitely be skeletal remains and definitely monster-sized poops. Maybe, like many of the creatures we look at on the show, it's just very discreet about where it does its toilet business. I'm sure if you knew where to uh, deposit on the Congo Basin, it'd be like flushing it away. And while there isn't any physical evidence, a zoologist called Marcelin Anyanya managed to take footage of the Mekele and Bembe in 1983. Oh, wow. That sounds like real evidence. Can I see it? Uh, he forgot to change the lens on his camera, which is something you used to have to do. And the film didn't develop, so no one could see it. Oh, how convenient. Yeah, I know, right? Well, maybe our third piece of evidence will be the one that convinces our chief detectives about Mekele and Bembe. Third piece of evidence. Our third piece of evidence is that in 2016, a documentary team from South Africa went to the Likola Swamp to visit the Aka tribes there in the hope of finding details about Mekele and Bembe for a Discovery Africa show. Of the people they spoke to, they said it was hard to tell if they thought the Mekele and Bembe was a physical being or a spirit that protected the Congo Basin. However, of the ones who said it had been real, they explained it had died over a decade ago, which is very sad for the big swamp monster, but explains why there's been no sightings recently. Firstly, that documentary team was there to find Mekele and Bembe, which means they're more than likely to have a bias or preference that things they see or film are to do with it. Secondly, if Mekele Mbembe did die 10 years ago, where is its giant skeleton? Surely someone would have found big sauropod bones by now. You'd think they'd be somewhere in a museum. That is a good point. I'm surprised that with giant bones and those giant poos, the Congo Basin wasn't constantly clogged. Maybe that's why they called it the one who stops the rivers. Oh, someone needs to call a plumber to the Congo right away. Hello, are you the, uh... Dino Rod Specialist Plumber at your service? That's right. Oh, thank goodness you're here. None of the water is going anywhere, and, well, I can hear this through the pipes. Mm, yeah, I think I know what the problem is. Leave it with me. Mm. 
Hello? Hi, how did it go? Uh, I can't hear the sounds in the pipes anymore, thank you. Yeah, it appears to have been one of these in your U-bend. A T-Rex? Goodness me. But that's not all. This plesiosaur was in your water tank. And you had an entire herd of triceratops blocking the pipes under your sink. Right. Uh, well, thank you. I've no idea how they got there. Oh, these things do happen. Glad you called me. If you could sign there and there. And the dinosaurs? Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of them. Come on, lads. I've got a lovely part you can stay in. Thank you. Honey, we have to stop this caveman diet immediately. How nice for a plumber to carefully remove dinosaurs instead of jumping over them and destroying their bridge to save a princess. Yes, it is nice. But now it's time for our chief detective to plumb the depths of all the evidence and decide, does the creature Michele Mbembe exist or not? Let's recap. Evidence Recap Our first piece of evidence is the early written accounts of Michele Mbembe. One being an official report from a German captain in 1913 who said that locals described a creature with a long and very flexible neck and only one tooth that was the size of an elephant. But experts think these were the combinations of several different accounts and that the creature many actually saw was a black rhino, which was once found in the area. The second piece of evidence are the expeditions by Roy Mackel in the early 1980s, who found that several locals had said they'd seen a rare and dangerous creature that lived in the swamps. But there was no physical evidence found at all. And Roy Mackel has later been accused of paying witnesses to say they saw something that looked like the Michele Mbembe. The third piece of evidence is the South African documentary team who visited the Congo in 2016 and said locals told them Michele Mbembe had died a decade before. But they were making a documentary about Michele Mbembe, meaning they'd be more likely to find things and think they were proof. Plus, if Michele Mbembe died, where is its skeleton? So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Michele Mbembe mythbuster? Or a Michele Mbembe myth truster? We want to hear from you and what you think, and most importantly, which side you're on, which is obviously Team Truster. We have got a sauropod-sized amount of evidence on this one. Oh, as if. You better prepare to be a sauropod loser with this one. Uh, send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or myth buster when it comes to Michele Mbembe. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name age, what you think all the evidence means, and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. We won't always be able to use all of them. We do love to hear them. We really, really do. And here are some more brilliant thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on our previous cases. Hi, my name is Shiva. I'm seven years old, and on the fairy what story, I, I'm a mistruster because my friend in grade one saw a sparkle on the top of her locker. Shiva, thanks so much for listening to the show, and even more so for being on Team Truster. I can't believe your friend saw a fairy. That is exciting. What more evidence does anyone need? Though I really hope it wasn't one of the fairies Athena was mean to. Um, maybe next time you and your friend are near her locker, do a little clap just in case. Thanks. Every week, their voice notes and emails get better and better. 
And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives to find, bust or trust. We'll even read out some of your reviews on our show. And heads up, Chief Detectives, Halloween is around the corner, so stay tuned as our next two episodes are guaranteed to send a chill up your spine and make your blood run cold. Well, unless you have some nice warm slippers and a cosy duvet, of course, stay tuned and think lovely warm thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. Okay, Athena, here is an actual joke for you this week. Uh, is it really? Yeah, I promise. Is it a good joke? That I do not promise. Uh-oh. Why did the dinosaur take a bath? I have no idea. To become extinct. I wish that joke was extinct.